Good morning, everybody. We want to thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning. We are going to be talking about prayer today. And so, as we go through, if there are times or moments when you have a prayer request that you want to share, feel free to chime in and do so, as well as we're going to, I'm going to do you, lead you guys through some guided times of prayer for specific things. And so what I would like you to do is during certain other times, I may ask you guys if there is somebody or something that you would like us to pray for. And so when we do that, if you would gladly just write in the comments what it is that you would like us to pray for, we'll be more than willing to do so right here, right now. And so we just want to welcome everybody. And as you join us, if you'll just let us know that you're here, we would love to be able to join with you this morning. everyone a moment to come on. I see we've got a couple of people already. So, I want us to look at a couple of different scriptures this morning. Normally we open our time in prayer, but this service, we're going to actually spend time in prayer. And before we do, before we take a moment and guide at prayer together, I just want to share a scriptural thought with you guys. Good morning, Miss Bree. And I want us to look at Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. My daughter, have mercy on me. How many of us feel the need for mercy right now? It's a difficult and trying time. And yet sometimes it can feel like we're alone. This woman, before we continue, is something that we need to know. Earlier in the scriptures, Jesus is here ministering to those who were Jews. And so this woman who comes to him is actually a Gentile in the Sea of Galilee. But she comes up to him and says, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David, for my daughter 
is suffering from the terrible demon possession that torments her severely. But how many of us can identify or feel that we can identify with what happens next? But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She's bothering us with all of her begging. Sometimes we pray. And we pray. And we pray. And we begin to wonder. Is he listening? But there's a lesson. There's a reason we're reading this passage. We're looking at this passage before we begin our time of prayer. Because I want us to learn a very important lesson from the woman. You see, verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. You think she was dejected and went away? No. But she came and worshipped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. And Jesus responded, It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. In other words, who are you to be asking for help? And she simply responds, Does she, she rebuked? Is she, well, does she walk away? No. Verse 27, she says, that's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. I'll settle for whatever you want to give me, Lord. Bless me, is what she says. And in verse 28, persistence and faith. Pay off. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed instantly. There's an acronym that we've used before when it comes to prayer. Push. And sometimes in life even, we're told to push through difficult times, to push through the hard things. And that's what we can learn from this woman. You see, she kept seeking out the Lord. She wasn't discouraged when he first didn't seem to answer her. She wasn't discouraged when she actually got told no. Not yet. She kept on seeking him. Kept on seeking his blessing. She pushed. She prayed. Because that's what speaking to the Father is. Speaking to seeking him out. Talking to Jesus. Talking to the Lord is praying. She prayed until something happened. Until her prayers were answered. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, 
You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I find it interesting that this is verse 13 of Jeremiah 29. When a lot of us may be able to know Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And then later he says, one of those plans is that when you seek me with all your heart, I plan that you will find me. And so, I'm going to invite you to join with us as we take this time in prayer. I'm going to lead us through a couple of things. Today, we have been challenged by the General of the Salvation Army to have an intentional day of prayer, of fasting. And so we're going to walk through a couple of areas. We've got five points that we're going to take some time and medicated prayer, dedicated prayer with. And as we do that, we invite you to follow along. If there's a prayer concern that you have, we would invite you to share it at this time. But as we go, we just invite you to take this moment. And so, for each one of the different things we're about to walk through, we're going to look at some scripture to go along with it. Our first one is Psalm 69, 1 through 3. There is indeed been times of loss, of difficulties, of hardship. And we just want to pause. Psalms 69, 1 through 3 says this. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters and the floods engulf me. I am worn out, calling for help. My throat is parched, my eyes fail, looking for Difficult times cause concern. They weigh us down. And it can indeed feel that we are in the midst of the sea that we cannot withstand. Sinking. Drowning. We have gone through times of loss, pain, loneliness, isolation. 
loss of loved ones, loss of opportunities that weren't realized. And with loss, there comes grief. And grief can feel like a tidal wave rolling over us. But we know that there is hope. Even in the midst of the tidal wave, we pray. We push on, just like the Gentile woman did. We continue forwards. So I want you to take a moment and think of those things that have been lost, those opportunities that may have been missed, things of those people who are no longer here. after you've gathered those thoughts together, after you've gathered those things together, I want you to take a moment to look at Philippians 4. Chapter 6, or chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4. Starting with verse 6, says this. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, the peace of God, that surpasses every thought will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Those thoughts, as they're in your heads right now, at this time, with our eyes closed and our heads bowed, let us surrender them to the Lord, giving it to him, and allowing him to deal with it. Heavenly Father, our hearts can seem heavy and burdened with loss, with the absence of joyful celebration dark times. But we seek you, Lord. We seek your comfort. We seek your peace. We ask for your strength in these things. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Now, why did that Gentile woman continually seek the Lord? Because she was in need. She had a great need, in fact, her daughter. And she was determined to do whatever she could to help her daughter. Luke chapter 4. Starting with verse 17 says this. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. There are those out there going through hard times, those who are hungry, those who have lost income, the sick, the lonely, there are people out there lost. While there are multiple ways that we can help meet those needs, one of the greatest responsibilities we have as believers is something that we can do from our own homes. Pray. Pray for them. While prayer may not absolve our other responsibilities to help those in need, it is perhaps the greatest opportunity to help that we often overlook. It is perhaps the greatest opportunity we miss out on. When Jesus was talking to the woman about a water that could quench her thirst forevermore. He wasn't talking about having the ability to dip down into a well and to physically drink something that would forever make her mouth moist. But instead, he was talking about something that would refresh her soul to the point where her soul would forever be filled. Pray for others is perhaps the greatest gift that we can give. And so we're going to take this time to pray. And there may be those who fall specifically upon your heart as we do. I challenge you to remember them, to pray for them, 
not just today, but every day. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have come that the lost, that the poor, that the needy might be saved, might be set free from oppression, and we ask right now, Lord, that you do so. We pray for provision in their lives, for your guidance, your protection even, for those who are faced with difficult times. Lord, Father, we ask that you meet the needs of your people, that you hear their cries, and allow your people to be your instruments of service. We ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, the next area we're going to pray for are for those who have been continuously working. I've seen a meme on Facebook, on Instagram, all over social media that says it's at times like these that we find out who heroes are. But then I read something else the other day where one of those heroes didn't ask for recognition titles, but instead for prayer. There are people who are serving on the front lines. There are people who are braving the risk of death. There are people who, while others, may enjoy time with family have sent theirs away so that they can be of service but keep their families healthy. Not only has the Salvation Army been active in work, but healthcare workers, supply chain workers, truck store drivers, truck drivers, scientists, service workers, So many different and individual fields have continued to help meet the needs of our communities, working in unexpected ways. And so we want to pray for those workers, to pray for strength, for good health, for them. Pray for the volunteers of the Salvation Army and other organizations at work right now. We want to pray God's protection over them. We want to pray for their families. And we want to give thanks for them. 
pray that they have the strength to be able to do their jobs as well as they can. Any of you know some by name? I challenge you to pray for them by name. If not, there are those areas, the essential workers, those who are still showing for work. Parents, even, who are homeschooling their children. We want to pray for all of those who are active during this time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who continually show up to help others. We pray for the Salvation Army. We pray for other organizations. We pray for health co workers. We pray for those in charge of helping us meet the needs and demands of supplies, Lord, like truck drivers and warehouse workers. We pray for those working in areas of service. those who are working with the children. We even pray for the parents at home, Lord. We pray for protection. We pray for your strength, for your provision, that you would empower them to be instruments of good at this time. We ask in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Now, we're going to pray for a very end to the virus. just like that mother, kept seeking out Jesus, continuing to ask for the end of her daughter's torment with every breath, with every word. want us to look at Job.
Job 26 talks about how magnificent and powerful our Lord is. One of Job's friends just got done talking to him in, in verse in chapter 26 we see Job rebuke him saying that God stretches the northern skies over empty space he hangs the earth on nothing he wraps up the waters in his clouds yet the clouds do not burst beneath their weight he obscures the view of his throne spreading his cloud over it he has laid out the horizon on the surface of the waters the boundary between light and darkness the pillars that hold up the sky tremble astounded at his rebuke by his power he has stirred the sea, and by his understanding he crushed Rahab. By his breath the heavens gained their beauty, his hand pierced the fleeing serpent. There are These are but the fringes of his ways. How faint is the world we hear from him. Who can understand his mighty power? We indeed. To worship, to pray to a mighty, powerful God who's created the earth, who's hung the stars, who has moved mountains. And so, let us go to him. For this mountain. We ask, Lord, that your mighty hand, that your mighty power would come up against this virus, Lord. We pray for a decline, for the spread to slow, for a vaccine, for those who have been affected economically through difficulties because of this. We pray for healing for those who are suffering. We pray for strength for all of your children. We ask, Lord, that your will be done, that your mighty power would come, that you would hear the cries of your people, and you would deliver your children. In Jesus' name we pray. And finally, the last area that we are going to pray for is for hope and joy. So many celebrations have been postponed or even canceled. Because of what is happening. And being in light of that, it is seemed hard to rejoice, to be happy, to find joy. People are struggling 
understand this new world that we find ourselves in. People are understanding, struggling as they think about what the future holds. join together. Together, we can seek out hope, find hope, and feel joy. The Lord is faithful. He has blessed us, and he will continue to bless us as his people. We are in spring right now, when the world wakens up and blooms around us. So let us hope for the spring in our lives, the peace, the warmth that comes from the Lord. join together lifting our burdens up to our loving powerful father and we claim these things in Jesus name we do pray
I challenge you the rest of this day to continue to be in a time of prayer. Continue to pray for those categories we lifted up, for the workers, for families, for those experiencing hardships or difficulties, for deliverance from this virus. for those who are hurting. Be in prayer for one another, lifting each other up. I want to thank you for joining us during this time of prayer. spend the rest of the day continuing to pray for those things. Learning from the example we've seen in Matthew. And the Gentile woman who was willing to even settle for crumbs from the Lord. Went through Jesus' death on the cross, we don't have to settle for crops, but instead we look forward to anticipation and hope of feast. May you be blessed this day. We hope you join us again.